Hello and welcome to the football chat room. My name is Chinedom Awa. And there is, of course, Precious Woko here. Hello, Precious. Hello, Chinedom. Okay, let's get right into it because there is a lot to talk about. Barcelona today have completed the time of Oriol Romeo. Now, <laughs> what class sign? I was just talking to Precious before this episode, and the Romeo I know is the destroyer. Like, I remember. I remember Romeo and Marshall when we played Southampton, where I was shouting, why wouldn't they just give this guy Like, I'll never forget that game. And I had seen yeah. a couple of games where same thing had happened. And this is not a backer defensive midfielder, man. <laughs> Imagine that buying Bellingham. Buying Bellingham. Buying <laughs> <laughs> I saw one tweet and the tweet was like, um, so Basa couldn't sign Adagula, so they went and signed his uncle. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> the boss, the older one. <laughs> They're not even playing in the same position, though, but, but regardless, regardless, I think it, it shows you the. the the situation that Baka are still in, right? I don't think I mean, they have. I saw, I saw, I think last week, Javi basically said we cannot sign the players we want to sign, and yeah, that was a clear indicator of how Basa's transfer window will be. But funny enough, they had 63 million, or I think it was 63 or 67, to spend on Vitoruk Rokwe. I'm sorry if I killed your name, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with all these back ideas now, you you will now hear like in 2025 or 2026 that yeah, uh... they actually paid 120 million, <laughs> just like what happened with Neymar. <laughs> the transfer fee that never stopped being paid, like they paid that Neymar transfer fee to the end of time <laughs> to the point where they were selling Neymar to PSG, they were still paying Neymar transfer fee. <laughs> Oh my god. Baka is just is a mystery. It's a mystery you don't even want to get started with. Right? But Romeo, like I'm so happy for him, right? Imagine waking up to hear that you're going to play for Barcelona. Hmm? Yeah, I must feel good. Just just imagine, right? Just like you just wake up tomorrow and you get an email that my United wants you as a coach. But then has asked specifically for you. Oh, 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 I'm, 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 I'm actually going to decline the appointment because I really don't think I'm, I'm qualified enough. And so you will say no. It's <laughs> a very tough question because of the benefits. When they say that, I'll be like, no, I've been reading your threads on Twitter, and I think you have very good insights. And I would want you to come to the club, and and I want to work with you. I want you to learn, and I believe that. Your ideas could revolutionize the game. Manifesting. Manifesting <laughs> your words. What do you say? How would you feel? How would you feel, bro? How would you feel? Okay, so currently, as you know, it's, it's hard to envision what I'll feel at the time. I, I mean, I feel, I, I feel very indifferent now. 
But of course, if it's from actual ten hang, then we'll be having a different conversation entirely. Yeah. But um basically, um I don't know about Romeo. I in fact self, to be very honest, I don't have an opinion. Like people are saying he's a good stop guy, but the Romeo me I know, and I say this thing though. I mean, they told me he has he has calmed down. The Romeo I know is a very dirty player, like John Begin. That's the Romeo I know. Jamaican is not even as dirty because of position. Right? Romero is a destroyer. That's what he does. Like he's 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 not he's not good on the ball. Right? He used to play. I think I watched him mostly when he was playing with Ward Prowse at Southampton. Right, and that was basically what he did. He did the dirty work, and I think sometimes he even depicted as a centre back. Right. But, right, but he's, I don't know, I don't know Baka's rationale, though. apparently he was once at La Masia, like, that is your ticket to taste Barcelona. <laughs> Did you know that Andre Onana was also once at La Masia? Yeah, 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 he started, I think that's where he started, I think Barcelona, Barcelona brought him all the way from Africa. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, very, very good. I think they're the best. Yes, they are second the to Ajax, in my opinion. Yeah. Or they are on the same. I don't level. even know about Ajax. Ajax of nowadays, they produce good talent, but me, you know, what class? I don't know. But La Masia is you know, very good. Very, very good. Anyway, let's I just think, jump. But I think, I think, I think in, in the next few years, that credit would be going to Man City's academy, right? I think they, everyone that comes from there seems to have like a, a certain standard. Like you can see players that never had a Premier League minute going for 15 million pounds. Like, <laughs> and then you see Galatasaray bidding 5 million for Fred. Bro, and is that <laughs> 5 million euros, guy? 5 million euros. That's a joke. And I feel Saudi. <laughs> it's very funny because I was just talking about this. Like, we have on one end we have Galatasaray bidding five million euros for Fred, and on the other side, the Saudi clubs are bidding a whole forty million euro pounds, in fact, for Fabinho. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Manchester United. Yesterday, Harry Maguire was stripped of the captaincy. Yeah, and yes, yes, there was. Big, I mean, yes, there was Sunday. When did I? See? I think I saw the message in the evening when I got back home, and just oh wow, it was. I mean, first of all, in my opinion, I think in the opinion of almost every United fan, Harry Maguire should not have been the captain in the first place. That's one. Two. I read Harry Maguire's message on his socials, and Maguire said he was. Are extremely personally disappointed. Now, we saw how Tenag handled it. I actually think, in fact, Precious, can you still hear me? Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, my, my network is really bad. But anyway, I think Maguire is done at United. Um, United today rejected a loan offer from West Ham for Harry Maguire. But I don't think Tenag is the kind of person you're going to tell that you're personally extremely disappointed and he's going to let you stay at the <laughs> Stay at the club. 
So I think yeah. I think he was going to go anyways. I think he was always. I think I think Tenag knows what he wants to do. Right? Leave all the <laughs> all the media appearances. Right? Believe Tenag at your own peril. At your own peril. Right? My <laughs> after, after you know, this is this is another moment where you have to give me my flowers because I've told you right from the first day I started watching Tenag interviews that this man. He's not telling the truth because you can clearly see that he doesn't like somebody and then he'll be like, you know, there's a feature at the club. Uh, you know, just like everyone, you have to prove yourself. You are not proving anything, bro. This you know, guy wants you out. After talking about how Maguire is a great captain, accomplished, we called him accomplished, and we were forming in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when we were forming in the mouth that Ten uh, Hag came to the club and said Maguire was has accomplished a lot of things and no. has been a great success. We are like, what? what? <laughs> we are like, where, where, where is the success, guy? What are you? And you know, one year later, bro, <laughs> it's been so bad. Yeah, it's been so bad because now Maguire has been playing as a left centre back for all his life, except for that Ten Hag, and so Ten Hag comes in and um, insists that. The person who plays LCB will be a, will be a right footer, yeah. Sorry, will be a left footer. Now Maguire's stronger foot, obviously, is his right foot. So that's how it already disqualified him. So logically, then Hag brings in Lisandro Martinez. Martinez should start out ahead of Harry Maguire. No questions about that. Martinez starts. You'd expect that um, Maguire will play the, um, the right centre back role. Of course, there's Varane who has won the World Cup and Champions League four times. Also, he lost better, not just because he's won trophies. So, he's going to start. And you're going to expect, oh yeah, this should make Maguire a third choice. But no. Rafael Varane gets injured. Victor Lindelof steps in. Alright, how about Maguire fourth choice? No. Martinez gets injured. Lukshaw steps in. I think that's a very clear message to Harry Maguire that he has to leave the club. Yeah, yeah, regardless of what Ten Hag says, I think his actions are the best indications, right? If he has a plan for you or or, or not. not, right? And just like I said, right? Just like I've been saying all this while, you get. I don't mind if you're somebody that decides, okay, this is how it's going to be, right? You get. It's your sword for you to follow, die on, right? If you want to, you get. If you're bold enough to make those decisions, then. You should be bold enough to face the consequences. Do you understand? So if he says, no, I don't want you, right? And I just don't want you, right? It's his right to say that because at the end of the day, it's his job that is on the line, right? Just as every player is trying to make their career, every coach is trying to keep their job, right? And mm-hmm. and I think to an extent, it's even more difficult to be a coach than to be a player because, you know, to be a play, to be a good player... You know, you could even take a pay cut and stay at the club or find Bro, the club. Right? They can bench you as a player. They cannot bench you as a coach. Yeah. They are sacking you. Yeah. Get out. As a coach, you're, you're just going to be gone. Like, you're going to be gone. You might even end up being jobless, right? Coach, players can take pay cuts and go to lesser clubs, right? Like, you can see the Fred, the McTominis of this world. You know, they could play as full hand, start every game. You get probably be, a, if you even joined earlier, probably be a full hand legend, even. Right, mm-hmm. that's possible. But then, as a coach, like nobody even sent your papa. Like 
if you were good though, before in your previous club, nobody wants to know you get like. So I think it's in the coach's right to decide what he wants to do, right? But you know, we already know who he is now, right? And in as much as I've not always agreed with his decisions, especially when it comes to treatment of players, right? But but it is his decision to make, right? He makes the decision and. I think most times he has gotten it right than he has gotten it wrong, right? He's still, so, sick, still sick with United. I just, I, I have to put this in that I cannot wait to sit and have, right, in full capacity. When I mean full capacity, I mean when he has the freedom to buy the players he wants to buy, right? Because even this summer, no matter how you try to look at it and how you try to make do with the signings that have been made, Right. I cannot help but feel like Mason Mount was a cheap option somewhere, somehow, that if he was offered the chance to maybe get a Jude Bellingham, right, he would have said, no, you know, I don't want him. It's Mason Mount that I want. I've been dreaming of Mason Mount, you know. Or they tell him, this 100 million, you can get Kaiseido. Then he said, no, Mason Mount, even though he had a terrible season, I believe in him. You know, I want Mason Mount. Right. I think Onana is, is his choice. Yeah, I definitely. Think is, I think Onana is definitely his choice. Right. But I can't wait to see him without his you know hands tied behind his back, you know, getting the all the players that he wants in every position. Right. But I don't think I don't think he's so ill equipped. Right. I don't think he's so ill equipped. I just hope that we have a beautiful preseason. Right. Because I think that is the tools. That we would need going into this new season, right? It's a season that allows him to understand every player at his disposal, right? Because I still think that we have very exciting players. Garacho's second full season, we have you know, hoping that Anthony, you know, gets his, it becomes more consistent, right? We have Diallo that looks very exciting, right? Had that great loan in the championship, loved him. I love the way he likes to come in and play in the central areas, right? And you could see. Wan Bisaka having more freedom to join the attack, right? Now imagine if even even if it's not Wan Bisaka and his Dalot and you know Dalot is on his A game again. You know, there are so many ways that we could shape up together and it's so exciting. I think I just wish we were able to get a center forward before we, we left for America, but I think we are not going to get it before we leave. Knowing United, it might take another two weeks. To get the yeah. center forward. I'm talking about don't even, don't even hold your beer. Onana's deal was at the door, like one Bro. step away from the door for like almost five days. Right? Was supposed to even be till now, it's not even completed. That's yes. the funny thing. Right? Till now, even Fabrizio must have been shocked. Right? Fabrizio could not fathom that there was a way that we wouldn't have here we go by Thursday. Right. United happened. Friday. But United happened. United say, okay, Fabrice, you think you can move faster than us? Okay, <laughs> we are not doing the deal. I think it was announced just yes, a bit today, this morning. I think it was no, this morning. Yes. Early hours was this morning. No, yes. No, it was early, early this morning. Was yes, it was because I woke early up this morning. Right, yes. You get something that was supposed to be last week, right? So let's just as much Thailand in, in Friday, August. <laughs> anyway, um, the funny thing is with his profile of player I know I'm taking a lot of time but 
it has to be mentioned with his profile of player and how young he is, right? We should be getting him before preseason, right? Yes, so, so that he can blend you, the rest you, of you the squad. You understand? He's not the guy that you can just, you know, drop in. He's not a Casemiro, right? That you could just, you know, drop in. He needs to blend with the squad. We need to understand his runs, like, and all that. And even hearing that, we are basically playing preseason without a number nine because Marcia is apparently injured, right? Yeah. Tell me something new. Music. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> let's, let's stick with Hoyland a bit now. Journalists in England are quoting 86 million pounds. That's 100 million euros. Journalists in Italy, majorly Alfredo Pedula, um, 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 what's his name now? Um, of course, Fabrizio Romano are quoting um, 70 million euros. Now, what do you think is responsible for this difference? In I didn't even see a quote of 70 million. I saw 60 million euros for Adam. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I saw 60 slash 70, yeah. And that's, but what do you think, what do you think is the cause of this difference? Now, of course, I know who I'm believing. If it comes to a battle of uh, wheels between um, Romano and the English, I'm picking Fabrizio Romano, yeah. I, I, actually, fact, <laughs> I, I think, in fact, that the club is just briefing Journalists in England that um, see you, Atlanta, they want 86 million pounds. So that when they now sign him for, say, 50 million Yeah, it will look pounds, like it was a great deal. Like they are heroes. You know, gets, yeah, yeah, the heroes that sound signed Messi Mart is one year of his contract for 60 million. Motor Get him. <laughs> Get him. Yeah, he signed and Joanna for exactly what Inter Milan wanted. Two weeks ago, get him. You should have just given him, given him the money all this while. Like, it's not like. Let me never talk about money again because there is no way that we will get a sense of like we've talked about this before on the podcast when I told you that Man United will pay that sixty million if they want. Let them dance around, go to the hills, and come back when somebody don't already see you finish. Like they have seen all that you have to offer. They know that you will bring that money. With Onana, Inter Milan said, no, you must bring that money. And my United brought that money. Just like a good, a good, a good little club that we are. We bring the money. <laughs> no, but, but I, I, I want to provide I want to provide some context here. I mean, I know you're not going to agree with me, but after this, we can move on to next up is Real Madrid. Um <laughs> now. United are signing Andre Onana for £46 million. That's mm-hmm. £43 million guarantee. That's mm-hmm. the figure is €55 million Euros if you convert it to euros. Charlie uh-huh. wanted 65 It's not true. It's true. That is that is that's the same the same you know the same news that was circulated that Inter wanted this, Inter wanted that. We all knew what Inter. We all knew the valuation of Onana, right? We knew that anything in the region of fifty million euros to fifty-five million euros was going to get the deal done, right? And Fabrizio kept talking about it. You get, and we wasted to it and still brought that money. You get if you check Fabrizio's page, 
he's always stated Inter wants between 50 million euros to 55 million euros. Uh, my United but it was actually 50 to 65. Yeah, just keep going. I'm currently on Fabrizio P- Fabrizio's yeah. and I'll, I'll I'll see if I can see the oh Arsenal even wanted Onana in 2021. Wow. So you can you cannot really I don't think we've done any any spectacular business. <laughs> it was literally it's literally tapping. We've scored tappings this summer. You get players that we are literally begging to come to the club. Right? Because. Okay, um, let's. I just, why are we not talking about the sale of this club? Like, why is it like everybody is forgetting that okay. we are still owned by the Glazers? I am very, very tired of talking about, to be honest. And, and if I start. We cannot be tired, though. If I, start, cannot be tired. If, I, if I start, I'm going to get pissed. So I'm just going to stop. Um, now let's move on. Let's move on to. I'm going to get that valuation for Andrew Anana, and then I'll just list it out so that um, listeners can have some bit of context. But let's move on to Real Madrid. I mean, you talked about Real Madrid having rumors that they want to change formation. Uh-huh. Now. Real Madrid have signed Jude Bellingham this um this summer. It means they have um Jude Bellingham, Eduardo Camavinga, um Federico Valverde. Um, they also signed Adagula. Adagula. There's, there's of course Tony Cruz. There's Luka Modric. Modric. Yeah. So um talks about um. Chouamini. Yeah, Chouamini. You talk about changing, changing formation. Wow, I cannot see evaluation on Fabrizio Romano's page. Let's continue. Yeah, I think we should just continue. So yeah, um, we um, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. Um, yeah. So yeah, you talk about the formation change because I honestly have no idea how that's going to work. To be honest, I think they okay. Let, let's count the midfielders, right? They start with Chouamini. Let's count the defensive midfielders at the club. We have Chouamini, but the Cruz plays there also. Right, that's two. Then we have uh, Kamavinga, uh, Modric, Valverde, Adagula, Bellingham. Uh, am I missing anybody else? Of course, the old dogs, Tony Cruz, Luka Modric. Yeah, I already counted those two. Adagula, so, Bellingham, Chomeni, Kamavinga. So that's six midfielders. That's, we have seven. We have seven. Seven midfielders. Yeah. There's, okay, let me start again. Chormini, Cruz. Right? That's two. Then we have Modric, Kamavinga. That's four. We have Adagula, Bellingham. That's six. Then we have Vavadi. Seven. Yeah, that's... Seven midfielders currently at Real Madrid. Two are new signings, right? And there are no departures expected. I heard something about you, a mini vision, but <laughs> that's literally just a meme. Not no, no legitimate source. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, I, I, didn't they just buy him for 100 million from Monaco? Exactly. No way. 
And and remember that the club that sold Casemiro to us for seventy million after using him like for how many years? Well, <laughs> if they are going to let Chelsea go, like they will probably be looking for hundred and fifty million. Who would pay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, about the formation yeah. here. Yeah, we talked. About, I I mentioned something about the diamonds, right? I yeah, because Ancelotti has openly talked about. You know, adapting the formation to the players that he has at his disposal. And now we we have uh, seven seven midfielders, but then the attack is a contrast, right, to the abundance of the midfield because I think the only attackers they have at the club are Rodrigo, um, Vinicius, Rosselu, uh, which is a new signing, which is not. Which is not expected to be a starter. Rosselu, Mariano Diaz, they are both not expected to be starters for Real Madrid, right? But those are the players that we have in those positions. I think, was Hazard's contract terminated? I think he expired. No, no, I didn't think, I don't think he expired. I think it was terminated. I think it was a mutual termination or something. Yeah. This is just 2023 now. No way Hazard's contract is expired. He signed like a five-year contract. Then. When did he sign? Uh, was it 2021? There's no way now. For it, for it to have expired, it would have, it would have been 2018 that he signed. But there's no way now that he signed in 2018. Anyway, let's, let's just continue about the formation so that we can move on. And we can move on to... Yeah, so... Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, we talked about... There has been talk about the diamond, right? With Bellingham at the tip. We know that he has good attacking output, but nothing comparable to what would be expected of a Real Madrid striker. Right? So, and we all know how Vinicius likes to play, you know, out on the left. And Rodrigo, even if he could play more centrally, has not been prolific yet in any season. So far, right? We all know the talent is there. Right? We saw that Chelsea can testify and all that. <laughs> but the consistency to play as a striker, right? To be the guy with the goals. Vinicius might be able to, let's say, give 30 goals, 30 goal contributions, or more than, let's say, 40 goal contributions this season, right? But that is, at a club like Real Madrid, in the league, you're expected to score at least 80 goals, right? So, mm-hmm. And we all know that Tony Cruz, Modric, they are not goal scorers, right? You would be talking about Valverde, Bellingham, but the numbers do not do not add up, right? So, but Ancelotti has said that he will adapt his formation to suit the players that he has at his disposal, and he even mentioned the times that he did not do that and how it backfired. He mentioned, I think, his time at Parma back then with Roberto Baggio, right? And stuff. So it was, it was quite uh, expansive with the way he talked about how he would be adapting his formation to suit the players at his disposal. So there's that. There's that. So we might anyway, see a diamond. He's going to be excited although, to watch Real Madrid. Although one thing that would that would really determine how that goes is Kylian Mbappe. 
Yes, exactly. Um, I was just about to mention it now. It's still very yeah, possible. Yeah, it's more than possible. It's something because PSG wants him out. He has said. I, I don't even know what the what the point of the whole impasse is, right? Because he said he wants to stay. PSG say he, he said he wants to stay and go on a free, right? PSG say free is not an option, right? So in as much as we know that the player that has a contract has a contract, unless they're willing to terminate it and pay him all his money. Right? But I feel like PSG have, I don't know social tools that they can use to manipulate him, just like the way they got him to stay before. And I think I mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah. They used I... to like a broken record. But I feel like, I feel like <clears throat> PSG will try to force him out, unless he agrees to renew his contract, to allow PSG to get a transfer fee. Right? So I think PSG can force him out. I think he's somebody that likes to be loved, right? He could be influenced by the national team. Yes, he can get the president to call him just like they did last time. So. <laughs> yes, is a very powerful club in France, right? Yeah. I think they are very powerful in France. So like they, they can do a lot of things. Anyway, um, something oh. I want us to talk about, um, now, it has le- now it has left my mind. Um, So, yeah, yeah. There is no Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in relation to Arsenal. So basically, the whole argument again about about world class players came up, and I was seeing very funny names. I was seeing Kai Havertz, <laughs> God, that big Saka, <laughs> and he has on had the got to now have seven world class players today. Well, that's not that we have one. I think we should do an episode on world class players in the Premier League. I mean, we should, right yeah. We should, but I, I wrote an article. In fact, I, was, I read the article again today. I wrote an article on Medium, and the article is still up. It's no longer my pinned tweet, but I'll find a way to link it up to my pinned tweet on Twitter. The article is still up. Yeah, we will do an episode, but just to talk... Yeah, okay, we'll do the episode. Let's just leave that for the episode. But Arsenal do not have a world-class player in their squad. I'm really sorry if you're an Arsenal fan. I'll probably puncture your feelings, but... There and it you don't have to have a world class player in your squad to have a world class team. I I think I think people should get it's not like they have a world class team anyway. They don't have a world class team either. Yeah, it has to be said though. <laughs> they don't have a world class, but you don't have to have you don't have to have world class players in your squad to have a world class team. I'll give you an example. Um, this season United came sixth. Yeah, I think we had, if not for anything, I think what did. Did we not have Ronaldo? Yeah, we had Ronaldo. World class Ronaldo, world-class class Ronaldo, and we came sixth. Yeah, and Arsenal competed without a world class player last season. I mean, they bottled though, but yeah, they competed without a world class player. They were able to compete without a world class player, and they almost won the league. So yeah, that yeah. they that. got the almost trophy without <laughs> a world class player. Yes, is <laughs> <laughs> Haaland the world class player? Haaland is definitely world-class. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Is Marez a world-class player? Uh, No, he's not. Is Jagulish a world-class player? Ah, stop playing. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Is is Jagulish a world-class player? He's not. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
Okay. Is is Gondogan a world class player? No. Gondogan is not a world class player. No. Is Rodri a world class player? Not quite. No. Rodri is not a world class player. Nope. Who is better than him in his position in the world right now? I mean, I you 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 know for a fact that I like to put consistency to judge world class. Has, yes, has now Rodri has, Rodri has been done, Rodri for over three seasons now. At least three seasons. Yes, he has done it for over three seasons. Okay. Then and Manchester won the league in two. Then he's world class. That's two players. Obviously, like that's not. I think Gondogan is world class. Ah uh, nah. <laughs> because Gondogan has been good, right? He has been consistent with Man City, right? Yeah. He is. He he has been. You know, the definition of the most successful era right, that Man City has had. Still does not make the only class. He has been no, no, he has still been, now. He still, has consistent. He had he had that season, right? Where he was Man City's highest goal scorer. He's world class. No, he's not. I mean, Gundogan scored a lot of goals that season. But okay, yeah, he was mm-hmm. consistent through throughout that season. But consistent, he's that, always that, been. It's just it depends on what he is contributing. You right. Okay, let me ask you. Was David Silva world class? Yes, he was. Jesus. You cannot say David Silva is world class, right? And say that Gondogan is not world class. I can't. You cannot make that argument. I can't. Now, that's for another day. But now you will notice that. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm with you. Okay. You will notice that in Gondogan's seasons, like he, he, he goes on a very long drought. And then suddenly he's banging in two goals per game for like five games. And I'm not even joking with you. Those are world class numbers. But he's not consistent enough throughout. He's this not season. a striker. He's not. Eh? He's no, not a striker. Even, even apart from the goals, even. The let, me, let me ask you. Let me ask you. Is Bernardo Silva a world class player? Oh, no, he's not. Bernardo Silva is not world class. No. Like, he's not world class. Okay, let me, let me ask you. Let me ask you again. Is is Ruben Diaz a world class a world class player? No. Hey. Ruben, Ruben Diaz is not a world class player. No, he's right. get off the bench. Ederson. Is Ederson a world class player? No. Ederson is not world class. a good shot stopper to start with. So he's not world class. Is Alisson world class? Yes, he is. Why? How is he a world class player and, and, and Ederson is not? I just told you Alisson is not a good shot stopper. Alisson is not a good is. shot stopper either. Alisson is not a good shot stopper either. Alisson is Alisson is better than David De Gea. That's another story, Sha. For another day. That's has... another story for that's another story for another day. Right? But if Ederson is not a world class goalkeeper, right? Alisson is not a world class goalkeeper. Why? He's not even if if Ederson eh, is not a world class goalkeeper. Alison is not in the conversation. Why? Because Edas has been the number one goalkeeper, right? Through a successful treble challenge, right? Where he kept everything. He was vital, right? Even in the final, right? He was vital in those games. Ederson, right? How many league titles does he have? 
undisputed number one. Pressure. No, no, no. This no, no. Team, wait, this wait, wait, not make wait, 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 now, wait. Cannot, calm down. Calm down. Is Ederson, is Ederson not, Ederson is as important to how Man City play as Rodri is. So how is he not world class? Because you have to compare, relax now. Rodri mm-hmm. is Rodri is a defensive midfielder. Yeah. How many Golden Gloves does he have? How many Golden Gloves do does Allison have? And golden how many gloves, does Ederson have? Golden Gloves. Oh, precious! Why are you doing this thing now? Golden what gloves. is this? Like Relax. we we have been we have been successful, right? I have won Golden Gloves, which is my own, which is what the award. No, it's just like saying no. it's just like saying it's just like saying yeah, you you have you have three ballot doors, right? But you are not a world class player. No. Can you make that argument? No, precious. Would you relax and listen to me? Mm-hmm. I'm listening to you. David they have made four errors leading to goal last season. Mm-hmm. Four. The most for any goalkeeper in the Premier League, alongside Jordan Pickford. Mm-hmm. Along alongside mm-hmm. alongside alongside Pickford, he won the Golden Glove. Mm-hmm. Golden Glove, just like trophies. Uh, in fact, that's why I think they flawed our Golden Glove. This is. Do you, do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're doing? Relax. Do you know what you're doing? It's a function of how well your team defends. Everything does not face a lot of shots because of how compact Man City are. Everything is not a good shot stopper. Now, you no, cannot do, do you... a world-class goalkeeper mm-hmm. when shot stopping is a very vital aspect of goalkeeping and he is not a good shot stopper. Okay. Now, can you also listen? Number and one is that... I'm not done. One more thing. Okay. One more thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. You, you, you're saying Rodri has been pivoted out to City and Ederson has been pivoted yes. out. Granted, mm-hmm. I agree with you. But when I call him a player world-class, you have to compare him to other players. Rodri mm-hmm. is the best player in the world. Ederson simply isn't. Now, do you understand what I'm saying? While you mm-hmm. can say he has been with City and they've won the treble, um, who, who am I going to use? Grealish, uh, Grealish has been there too. He won the treble with City. Is he world class? No. Now, what you're doing is is attacking pieces of an argument and not facing it as a whole, right? Okay. Because if you, how dare you mention Alison? Alison of Idu Mota. You're talking about errors leading to goals. Alison that has a nickname for errors. That's not the point. This is not. See, this is what you're talking about. This is what you're talking about. Uh, No, 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 no. This is this is classic Twitter knowledge, right? For you to come and say this is just basically Twitter BS. That is what it is because you cannot watch the Premier League, right? Which you do, and tell me that Allison, right, is unless you say there are no world class goalkeepers in this generation, right? There is nobody that you will put in that conversation over Ederson. Unless you say there are no world-class goalkeepers in this generation because goalkeeping is all about shot-stopping, right? Because the kind of goalkeeper that he is... Because if you're talking about shot-stopping, you should be talking all black then, right? World-class goalkeepers all black. Manel right? Noya is world-class. Alison should... Alison should... Who is world-class? Manel Noya. Manuel Noya, right? Is world-class. The second is world class. Yes. Right? The second is world class. Then why not Ederson? I have... Why, why is this thing so hard for you to understand? 
You cannot, you cannot say, you cannot say, okay, because this person, okay, let me, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Just hold on. No, no, no. No, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Can you say that, can you say that because Mbappe is not good at heading, right? That he's not a world-class player. Can you, can you make that argument? Okay. I'll answer your question. Can you, can you make that argument? No, just, just simple. It's quite simple. Yes, yes. Heading is, heading is, let, let me, let's not be that. I'm just putting you in a tight spot, right? Heading number one is, is a skill for a striker, right? A forward. You can, you should score headed goals. Your, your job is to score goals, right? And heading is one of the most important ways to score goals. No, right? But, so, relax now. Relax. Okay. Yeah. Heading head mm-hmm. is a very important way to score goals. But mm-hmm. is Mbappe producing world class numbers without aerial ability? He's producing world-class numbers by aerial ability. Perfect. Yes. Number one. Number two, when I mentioned errors leading to goal, I was saying it in context, which you have completely missed. I did not mention Alistair's name. I did not mention Ederson's name. I mentioned David De Gea and Jordan Pickford, highlighting mm-hmm. that David De Gea won the Golden Globe, despite mm-hmm. making the most errors leading to goal last season. Together yes, with... Jordan Pickford, because we play well as a team, as a compact team, defensively. Ederson does this, not face half the shots Alisson faces. This, this, you cannot read from this team. He, this is basically... I'm not, this is, I'm not done. I'm okay. not done. He's not a good shot stopper, and you cannot run away from it. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you're saying Mbappé mm-hmm. cannot head the ball, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mbappé producing world-class numbers without heading the ball. Mm-hmm. He is. He is. Mm-hmm. Now, goalkeeping mm-hmm. is a very different department. Why has why has mm-hmm. the keeper one ballon there? Like for a very long while. Have you ever asked yourself that? Because goalkeepers because they have very fans favor goals. They have very different yeah, exactly. They have very different ways to judge them. I think I've gone over this thing before. It's not it's not because they have different ways to judge them, it's because goals win games. That is exactly. the only thing. And that is, that is the same reason why midfielders do not win Ballon d'Or either. It's usually been forward for the past how many years now? Exactly. Apart from the year that they robbed Ronaldo to give it you to Modric. My points. They are judged differently. All mm-hmm. these positions are judged differently. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Now, yes. you have to compare. I've told you, there are, there are four aspects of goalkeeping. Yeah. There's short stopping. There is, mm-hmm. of course, distribution. That's passing and everything. There is aerial ability. Mm-hmm. That's claiming. And then there's defensive actions. That's sweeping. Mm-hmm. Ederson can sweep. Ederson can, cl- Ederson can do everything but save shots. Mm-hmm. And that's a flaw, whether you like it or not. And you're not going to tell me he's producing world-class numbers because he won the golden boot. When I've, when I've explained why... Now, let me explain something to you. The mm-hmm. gear won the Golden Boot last season. Do you know mm-hmm. that the guy is on a negative ratio when you compare the shots faced to the goals considered? Basically, goals prevented. I know. Negative. I know. So why did he win the Golden Globe? I'm just allowing you to talk because you are, not, you are not going even anywhere close to my point. But no, just keep your talking. Your point was that your po- you, in, when you were arguing, you said Ederson has won the Golden Globe three times. Mm-hmm. That was the that is not the, that's not the only thing that I said. And relax now. Remember and that I told you that you're only you're only attacking the things that you feel like yes. you could win an argument against. But 
if you combine I, I, all the things that I said together, I, I, you, you know my case, right? Because I'm not just saying, okay, this person, you know, just won a golden globe. Of course, he's world class, right? I said, he has been doing well consistently for Man City for years, undisputed number one. Essential to the way that they play, right? He has the golden globe for it, right? He is essential to the way that they play. Number two, like, Man City is successful because of Ederson. He, uh, he is there to say that he is as important as De Bruyne in, in Man City's play. No, no, don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Allow I me to tell you. To, to tell you things. No, no, no. No, no, wait. Wait. If you, if, you add, if, you add, if you add all these things together, right? Because you cannot just say, Okay, because this person is not... It's not like he is a horrible shot stopper. He saves games. He won the Champions League final. He made saves in the final. He is not that... Just like the gear, right? He has a very bad percentage, right? This season with everything and all that. But can you say that he's a terrible shot stopper? Right? I, did not, At I, best, I did not say... At, I did not say... Ederson, 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 Ederson. Yes, he's great at that just the same what does it stop him from doing his job as a goalkeeper right let me ask you last season Relax, how many no. mistakes leading to goals was was caused by ederson right you you cannot you cannot squeeze an argument in a way that will favor you Relax. right because this person this person this person because you're not hearing you're making this argument because you're not even hearing me this person number one has a golden glove to show for it Right, and save shots at least save shots. Explain why in the league is not right now. That yes, that is just one thing. That is just one thing in my argument. That's right? just one thing. And number, you, you number two, number two. How many how many Premier Leagues has he won? You are talking one thing. How many Premier Leagues has he been pivotal to Man City how winning? Many, not just he's not he has not been he has not been like he has not been like the guy that just you know comes into the team. Does a job, right? Pivotal to how many league titles, right? Precious. Pivotal. Precious. First yes. of all, when you're comparing a player to another player, mm -hmm. you're comparing that player. That's the first thing I want you to note. And second, I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing Ederson to Allison. Two of relax. them are not comparable. Hold on, relax. We have established on this podcast that. For a player to be world class, he has to be compared to other players. See, mm -hmm. I don't care how pivotal you are to what a team is doing. As long mm -hmm. as you are not good enough as compared to other world class players, is Ederson anywhere near the Stegen? Not, not in short stopping, but I think he's better in the build up. Oh, wonderful. You have just buttressed my point. Yes. So he's not world class because he cannot compare. In fact, of okay, how? But he's better in the build up. Can you say Tesegan is not world class because Ederson is better than him in build up? Now you see, uh, you don't understand. You, Ederson you're the one that does not understand. Relax, Clearly, now. you're the one that does not understand. Relax, relax. Ederson, short stop. Mm -hmm. But compared to Tesegan's short stopping, Tesegan's mm -hmm. build up play. Is not as far distant from Ederson as Ederson's short stopping is to Testegen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
Just like how you said Mbappe does not hit the ball. But he produces world-class numbers. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Shot-stopping is a very... Let, let, me, let me also now, ask relax. If, uh, okay. if If Stegen was 90% and Elasi mm-hmm. was 85, it would have made sense. I'm telling you that even City fans know this. That There was a time that any mm-hmm. shot he faces a goal. Would you believe that I have watched Anthony's goal over and over and over again. Bro, the guy with his negative goals prevented will not consider goal. Against Man City, the 6-3 game, the guy will not consider goal. He scored against Barcelona too. How about that? The same coiler. No, it was not. How about that? It was not. It was a coiler. It was he scored... not. Uh, uh, he did not score a coiler against Barcelona. It was not. This Anthony score against goal. Barcelona. The... Was it a coiler or not? It was a coiler. Precious. It was a coiler. Relax. The great Tessegan considered a coiler too. Talk this thing now. You Continue. Precious. You the watch ball too. Now why are they surprised? Because Precious. you cannot, you cannot. Let me ask you now. Yeah. Wait now, just Ronaldo wait. and Messi. Ronaldo and Messi are both world class players, are they not? Yes, they are. Because Mbappe has not hit their levels, right? Does he mean Mbappe is not world class? Just hold on. Be- be- before I answer your question. Just hold mm-hmm. on. Before I answer your question, just hold on. Yeah. Now, you cannot compare the goal, the goal as it considered to the goal um, um, Tessegan considered. How how would you even say that? First of all, I, I wish I could open my app. But See, basically, what will happen is that what is, we will keep all these things for the world class. Yes. But episode. let me just say something right. now. Yeah, yeah. XG, in fact, self, let me even mm. check it, self, because guy, you don't vex me. How, how are you going to talk this? Jesus. See, if if Ederson is not world class, Alison is nowhere in the conversation. Alison of Idumota. See, I agree. Never. I agree. Never. Is not world class. It is not true. See if if Alison is able to if Alison is a good goalkeeper uh, if he's a good goalkeeper, Ederson is world class. Alison that I know, where they keep with vibes, the day where he feel like to be a good goalkeeper, to be a Premier League goalkeeper. Some other days he will feel like an outfield player that they gave glow. Uh, Alison. don't even talk to me. I know. I know that uh, Aston Villa has not beat Man City 7-1 before, but Alison is a culprit. Alison, don't talk to me about... Alison, you're talking about errors leading to goals. Who else they do error past Alison? You do error to the extent that they gave you your own name for making errors. <laughs> Just hold on. Now, I want to clear... Because... Because you had the audacity to mm-hmm. compare. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for it all. You had the <laughs> mind <laughs> to compare the goal. The goal. Um, what's his name now? The the goal. The second consider the goal. Um, this, this guy can just hold on. You. I'm coming. Just hold. I on. said they were both spoilers. That's what it's I not, said. It's not about being colors. First of all, for... you cannot argue that they were not both colors. I had, I just see that I agree that they were colors. But 
Distance mm-hmm. goal matters. Do you know how far Anthony was before he scored the step before he scored Ederson? Anthony was not that Anthony was not that far. He was Precious. not that far in the goal against Manchester. Precious, let me give you an assignment. Mm-hmm. Go and watch that goal again. Just how was the goal? What's the distance from the from the goal? Before we record, before we record that episode, go and watch that goal. Let, let me was... let me ask you. Let me ask you number one. Right? Were they were they inside the ball? The two goals, were any of them inside the ball? Yes, uh, yes. The goal as Barca was inside the box. Don't you know? Did you not know? Inside the box, around where? Which which place? Which place? Normal. Does it matter? Now let me let me ask you one thing. Let me ask you one thing. Right? You do physics and math and all these things, right? If you're closer to the box, is it not more difficult to coil around the goalkeeper? When you are closer to the goalkeeper, what are you saying now? Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's a second flop. It was just a good goal. Don't tell me that Ederson should have saved that goal, bro. Ederson considered a goal with xg of 0.03. Ha, God yes, it. it happens, it happens sometimes to great goalkeepers. This is the goal you're comparing to the goal. That <laughs> You, you are just hating on Ederson. I'm Go and bring your stars. We are going yeah. to we are going to record that episode. Eh? Go and take your time and bring your stats. Bring those statistics that you have, right? Of Ederson not being a world class goalkeeper. Yes. Go and bring it and come for that episode. Everybody should just prepare to join us. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to be active through it all. I think we should also talk about it on Twitter this week, right? Before we record the next episode, right? Bring up the conversations and see what everyone thinks. Yeah, definitely. So, thanks for listening. Edison is still not one. And see, <laughs> I want you to understand something. I am not so firm on Edison being world class. Do you get? If I will never, I will never throw objectivity to the wing. But he said Alison was better. Let it be known if that Alison will be do more. He's yeah. a better, he's a better goalkeeper than Ederson. Yes, he is. Alison will be do. Suppose Alison being world class, I'm going to drop the notion that he's world class. But you're just so firm mm-hmm. on this thing. Ederson is. I am firm. <laughs> I am firm. Ederson <laughs> is a world class goalkeeper, right? Thank you. The things that the things that he does not do is just stopping. He does with every other thing. Thank you, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. But again, I just want to point out that if you're not a good short stopper, you're not a good, you're not short stopping is so important. Is the if you're not a great guy, he's not like he's not a good, he's not a good, a good short stopper. He's not he's a not. great. He and that's <laughs> a good short stopper. Anyway, till next time. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you guys.